0: hi this is charles how you doing great to see you all today uh in case you don't know me i'm charles kelly i'm the author of the book yes money can buy you happiness uh which which i i wrote to explain to people how money can be important it's it's not just a case of saying well money doesn't buy you happiness money isn't everything well to to a lot of people money is everything it's it's what they need to survive it's what they need to live and it's easy to say money's not important when you've got piles of it and you, you don't have to worry about it like the royal family you know in the uk that they're sitting on millions and millions and and they famously never carry cash around Oh, i never carry cash you know it's it's almost like one doesn't need to to show that one has cash because one has a a pile of castles and i i, I don't know it's it's um i'm not anti-royal or anything but it, it's it's a little bit disingenuous when you've got loads of money to say it's not important Well, will try telling that to somebody who is hungry and needs money or or has a sick child and can't afford to take them to the doctor. In the UK, of course, we've got the health service, we've got free healthcare, we've got free education, free everything. So people take these things for granted. And people who are poor in the UK could be considered rich by standards in the developing countries where, you know, they haven't even got a roof over their head. Uh, And here, you know, even if you've got no money, the government will provide a roof over your your head it's it's just a given um and you know if, if you lose your home you're homeless the government has to, to ha- house you you might say well there's lots of people on the street but some of those people on the street don't don't want to accept the the, the housing that they're getting so it's not not in all cases but certainly in my area we've, we've offered people housing and, and the guy said well i prefer to live in a tent um so, so there you go the system here is not perfect, but it but it is a lot better than, than in many other countries. Now, obviously, you've heard that we we have uh, a, a serious sort of situation with with the coronavirus in in the UK, and numbers have been growing. We've had this so-called new variant, uh, which means that um, you know that, that that there's a new strain of the virus, and and this has caused the uh, the government to put the country into a a lockdown situation similar to last year. And it was brought in almost quite quite suddenly, like last week. And it's brought the economy to, to another standstill. It, it was just before Christmas, for instance, we, we, the businesses thought they would be open. And, uh, you know, I, I would imagine a lot of shops would have stocked up their stores for, for Christmas in, in London's West End, in the centre of London, where the big shopping street like Oxford Street stocked up all their stock for christmas and then they were preparing for the boxing day which is the 26th of, of december in the uk boxing day sales a traditional time when people rush out and buy lots of things in the sales reduced goods and all that just went out the window suddenly they were told a few days before christmas no we're, we're locking everybody down you're in tier four in london can't do this you can't do that and, and now we've gone into a further uh, restriction uh, where where just today two women were uh, uh, surrounded by police and handed a fine because they were walking in a, in a countryside area a few miles from their home and the police said this is not considered exercise in the spirit of law because you've had to travel to this place to get exercise and the woman said well we wanted to go somewhere quiet where there wasn't many people to stay safe they were carrying cups of coffee They and the police said that constitutes having a picnic I mean have we got to the situation where we can be arrested for walking down the street with a cup of coffee or or walking down the street eating a sandwich. It, it, it's just got ridiculous and bonkers. And in fact, a human rights barrister said that, 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 that the police are not within their rights to tell people you, you cannot travel a few miles because there's nothing in law that says how many miles you can travel to, to go to a place to take exercise. Nevertheless, it's very intimidating for them to, to have their rights read to them and to be handed this fine. But one thing that has been a glaring gap in... The action that, that the governments have been taking, I believe, is that the borders have stayed open all through last year, all through the, the pandemic, and in this country we were allowing people to come in from all over the world, just walk into the country, or, or not walk in, but walk into our airports after getting off a plane and get on the the London Underground, which was packed every day, every morning and And potentially infect people. Now these were people coming in from China, which was at that time the hotbed of the coronavirus, and then Italy, which was the one of the leading countries, and and America. and And all that happened when they arrived in the uh, in the UK, so they were not even sort of stopped and questioned or tested or or temperature checked. They just had to pick up a form which says "You must self-isolate for fourteen days." And a lot of people just ignored this. I knew people that came in from America and just ignored it, uh, and and they they just went to their families and stayed with their families. Then they're out uh, shooting selfies in in the street, uh, in busy areas. So they just ignored the whole thing, and, and this is what many people have done. They and there's no way of really tracking down, you know, millions of people coming in and out of the country. So this has been a glaring error in in the the government's strategy to stop the spread of coronavirus and many people have been calling for a situation where people should be tested and and a minister on tv the other day said it's not there's no point in testing people at the airport because a couple of days later they could still infect people well there is a point i think because you know at least you know whether at the time of arrival they're not infected yeah they might be infected and you can't pick it up on the test yeah fine but at least you'll stop most of the people Uh, by doing the test and at least insisting that they have a negative test uh, before they even travel and and this has been the case in many many countries many countries shut off their borders very quickly and they've got over this much quicker than the UK where the coronavirus has not only continued to grow but it's grown faster now in the last couple of months and and yet up to now they've done nothing to close our borders and control our borders and yet brits i've been told we can't go go anywhere we're we're like we can't even go out our door to have a cup of coffee on on a on a quiet heath and 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 now we're told we can't travel anywhere and yet people are still arriving in the uk with no checks no no test and no temperature checks nothing nothing they just come in and, and millions of them however the transport minister has announced today that all international travelers will shortly, we don't even know when, have to provide a proof of a negative test uh, before even departing for the UK. So they'll have to get, before they get on a plane or, a, or or maybe the Eurostar or a boat, they'll have to show that they've got a negative test. Otherwise, they could face a fine. And I, I believe the carriers will probably have a fine as well. That's not announced yet. But whether it's train, ba- plane, or boat, uk people traveling people traveling to the uk including uk nationals coming back from from a country must take a test 72 hours before uh leaving the country they are 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 in at present and uh you know this is significant at least it's it's we're doing something now to stop people coming into the country potentially with the with the virus because most countries have banned us from traveling there and yet we've not banned other countries from traveling here it's it's ludicrous you know before christmas brits were banned from you know my brother had a, a holiday booked to a part of spain called tenerife his holiday had to be cancelled uh, and and i think only dubai was open for for travelers from britain everywhere else we're, were blocked um for instance i've got a lot of friends in the philippines and the philippines if you travel there all this year foreigners they called us not allowed to even go there uh, but Philippine nationals if they travel to the Philippines they have to go to a designated hotel and quarantine for a certain amount of days paid for by themselves and take a test paid for by themselves that's the way most countries do it and that's the way we should do it we should be insisting that people pay for their own tests when we had this uh, lorry driver crisis the French government insisted that lorry drivers couldn't leave the port of Dover without a test they blocked lorry drivers all over Christmas like for five days they were stuck in their lorries and queued up on, on the motorway into the port because the french well they are bloody minded anyway the french but they they wouldn't allow even their own nationals to come back into their country without proving that they they didn't have covid so we, we are now finally responding to this after nearly a year and uh, the the uh, transport minister grant shapps told the lbc that the testing rule will come into force likely on wednesday or thursday next week and details of how to get tested rules will be published on the gov.uk website, and I hope that we're not going to be paying for these tests. And I'm putting on the Facebook page here under the new rules, which are expected to come in next week, what you have to do. And that doesn't apply to children under 11, hauliers like lorry drivers and this sort of thing. Those travelling from countries without an infrastructure to deliver tests, uh, I don't know how that's going to work. If you haven't got the infrastructure to deliver a test, then why are you being allowed to come in here at all? Uh, just, just block it. Why? I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, there's this new strain in South Africa that's causing very much concern, a lot of concern. So, and, and a friend of mine who does business in Africa and has a business in Africa said it's, it's rampant there and it's really seriously damaging the economy. And our arrivals will not be asked for a test if they're coming from the CTA common travel area. This is with Southern Ireland. The common travel area was in force long before... The, the European Union uh, came into to be in. And my own mother uh, would travel back and forth from Ireland uh, without any passport, any papers whatsoever. There was no border checks whatsoever. Uh, now there are there are probably border checks, but uh, people from Ireland could travel here and they've got the same rights to live here as, as UK nationals. That goes back to when the UK uh, ruled Ireland and invaded Ireland, so they had this common travel area. Anyway, that's another story. Um, but uh, anyway, that, that's, that's the news on that. So it, it's good news in a way that we are finally controlling our borders, uh, as, as other countries have done. And uh, I'll put some details up there where you can look. what You might need to go and kind of check the rules. Uh, as I said, you've got to have 72 hours notice to get the test. So if, if you're on your way now, I don't suppose this, this will apply yet. Or if you're travelling over the weekend, then they're not going to be able to stop you. Now, other money news, Uh, Virgin Media is is jacking up the prices again for their broadband. Uh, Maybe Richard Branson needs this money uh, to to bail out his Virgin Airlines. I mean, he had to remortgage his island to to put money into the airline. So maybe he needs to put up the prices for all of us back in the UK that don't live on on an island uh, to to pay for it. And I had a letter from Virgin Media, which I've got somewhere here, but uh, saying that your prices are likely to go up. And then it said on the same letter, um, but under the current rule, your price will stay the same. So I thought, what's going on here? So I rang them and they said, yes, you're, we've got an inflation price increase of £3.50. Well, I'm only paying £35 a month now and they wanted to put it up by £3.50. I said, well, I didn't know inflation was 10% and it's not 10%. And he just said, well, that's the, that's our price increase. He said, however, because um, I when I phoned, I went through to the department, by pressing all the numbers, it takes about 20 minutes, you get through to a department that says, I'm thinking of leaving Virgin to go to another uh, provider. And then they answer your call. Otherwise, you could be on the phone for hours or or they just put you in a loop and, and throw you out at the other end. And eventually, to cut a long story short, they put me onto a new package um, and I, I've saved around about eight pounds a month because I've what, what I would have been increased to this month would have put me up to about £38.50 and now I've, I've gone down to just over £30 a month just by making a phone call and I had another account with them also for my, my house which is tenanted and I saved a few pounds a month on there so I reckon I've saved a couple of hundred pounds over the next 18 months uh, just with a phone call and you can do this with any of your utilities by, by phoning them up now this might not apply in other countries but here where we have Gas and electricity and broadband, you, you can save money by going to different providers. Now, other countries might not have that. You might have a monopoly with one provider and there's not much you can do about it. But here you have a choice and you go onto comparison websites like the Money Saving Expert, moneysupermarket.com and, and find a better deal or make a phone call and, and see if you can do this. You can do this with your mobile phone provider as well. Even if you're not leaving them, you could go through the department and say, look, I'm thinking of leaving you. And normally they come up with some sort of package or a deal or a reduction or a discount just for staying with them. And it's certainly worth doing because most people don't realise that when you end your contract, you might go on to a higher tariff. Similar thing happens with mortgages. If you end a mortgage, you end a fixed rate, you, your, your payments can really jump up to a variable rate. And it's almost like they're forcing you to do something because if you don't, you'll be paying a lot more on, on your mortgage. And, and finally, um, so, so make that call, cool. use this time when you're stuck at home to check what you're paying on your mortgage, your utilities, like your gas, electricity, your mobile phone, and see if you can get a better deal and save yourself hundreds, if not thousands of pounds over the next year or two. Now, are you claiming all the self-employed coronavirus relief aid? Uh, or any other grants that you could get. Well, on the next episode, I'm going to be going through that in more detail. Uh, but you can Google these things and find out if you're claiming them because there's there's the self-employed grants uh, number three coming out. So if you're self-employed, you've got a business, go and look at that, see if you can get back some money on that, uh, which will help you during this this lockdown period. The government have announced four and a half billion pounds worth of relief and aid for businesses that have been affected by by this coronavirus. It it, it really is killing business. In, in this country and many other countries, I, I don't know how they'll survive because you know, when I was running a physical business with staff and that sort of thing, there's no way we could have survived a shutdown of you know, even a few months, let alone six months and so on. Um, it, it's just crazy that businesses are really going to see a lot of businesses going out of business and, and collapsing, as we have done uh, in, in the end of the last year, with major retailers going under into administration and and so on so you know watch out for that and and also that another final point is that the tenant uh relief that where where tenants um can get get relief from eviction by landlords for not paying their rent, i think that comes to an end next week so i don't know if the government will announce something new on that um but you know again if 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 you're a tenant and you're in trouble talk to your landlord or if you're if you hold a mortgage talk to your lender to see if you can get some sort of relief to 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 hold back on payments. Now, the payments will still roll up. The interest will still roll up, but at least you won't uh, get immediately behind and you're talking to your lender. Uh, but this has to come to an end sooner or later. The government cannot just keep uh, paying everybody's bills for, for, forever, and that, that includes the furlough scheme as well. And when this does, I think there's going to be a, a major kickback to the economy. I think that there's bound to be problems. And yet, at the same time, the stock market keeps going up property prices keep going up you know they're at the highest level ever it just doesn't make sense the bubble has got to burst at some stage Uh, bitcoin uh, that's going up through the roof Uh, do you really want to jump in now i i certainly don't even gold has gone up so something's got to give this cannot go on forever the government just can't print their money and get out of this without some pain somewhere down the line that's my Uh, a little bit of doom and gloom warning for the year, but I'm certainly not jumping into investing in anything at the moment. I'm holding back, seeing where where the land lies, you know, unless something blindingly obviously comes up uh, that that has to be done now, but otherwise I'm holding back. Uh, A friend of mine said, what should I invest in? I said, well, just look around. You you can see, you can go and see on properties where the prices have gone for the last year. You can see that the prices now are probably higher than they were in the last year so would you really want to invest at this stage that that's what i'm saying to them so and also we've got the stamp duty holiday this tax benefit comes to an end soon whether they will extend that or not i don't know but when that happens that the market for first time buyers is bound to drop uh, as you know we have this little mini bubble that's been created by that and 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 we're, then we'll see where the market lies i know that investors now are, are tending to be holding back first time buyers and people who want to buy places to live in are still buying but i think uh, the market is slowing down, according to some agents, and certainly investors are, are not doing so much. I, I've had an agent ring me with some deals that we were talking about uh, in early December, and they're still knocking around. I said, "Well, I don't think that it's the right price," and he keeps ringing me up. "So, well, are you still interested in that deal?" And I said, "Well, no, not, not really, not at the moment." And, whereas normally, in a good market, those deals would have been snapped up by people immediately. So, so that's my. Um, prediction for this year i think we're going to see a correction in the stock market and the property market but we shall have to see i've got this wrong before nobody really knows but the 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 signposts and the, the economic indicators point to a bubble that's being created by printing money and and rising prices so so there you go one person that doesn't have to worry about this is uh, elon musk because he's become the richest man in the world he's overtaken jeff bezos of amazon uh to be, to, to to now be worth 108 billion hundred 108 billion dollars you know you think of a billion it's a thousand million it's it's more than you you could ever spend in your whole lifetime and your generations of children's lifetime and he's got 188 billion of them um it's incredible why has he gone so wealthy well in the last year what well, because of tesla i think set te- the price of stock the stock sh- share price of tesla stock has gone up by about 1500 percent in the last year uh it's gone crazy it's now worth more than toyota and gm and ford altogether uh, and yet it's a small relatively small uh, car making company that you know you could i mean how many teslas do you see around on the roads not that many compared to all of the other companies and toyotas and nissan and fords and, and renault and all these sort of and yet th- this company's share price has suddenly shot up why because he's got the technology for driverless vehicles he, he's got the technology and battery technology for for these electric vehicles and and that's why his share price has been valued forward as to what it could be worth in the future uh, and that's why the market has gone mad for it but when i say the market you're talking about fund managers they're not investing their own money they're not investing they're not risking their own money in these things they're, they're putting fund holders You you and i my, our pension holders and 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 uh people who invest in mutual funds and and unit trusts they're putting their money into these things not not their own money so i i wouldn't risk my money in in speculative investments you've got to pick the right thing you've got to know what you're doing and you've got to really understand them so there you go anyway good luck to you have a great weekend ahead and thanks for listening this is charles kelly author of yes money can buy you happiness Uh, bringing you money tips to help you save earn, invest accumulate and enjoy more money thanks a lot bye for now